This is a Detail Podcast. Bunga, dudes and dudettes, and welcome to Turtle Month. Come along with us as we visit the sewers of New York City and join the pizza-loving, crime-fighting heroes in a half-shell who captivated an entire generation. Get ready to explore the thrilling adventures, the memorable villains, and the enduring charm of Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. So strap on your masks, grab your nunchucks, and sigh, and get ready to dive into the world of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Adult normal drinking geeks. Adult normal drinking geeks. Adult normal drinking geeks. Digo in a nutshell. Turtle podcast. They're the world's most gruesome drinking team. They're Digo in a nutshell and they're free. When crafters flash in their face, they had to enter that podcast space. Adult normal drinking geeks, adult normal drinking geeks, untapped taught them to be drinking geeks. Safi leads, the Duke does editing. <laughs> Keith is geeky and shrewd. Hilly Paul Pale is a pukey dude. Adult normal drinking geeks, adult normal drinking geeks, adult normal drinking geeks. Gigo in a nutshell. Turtle podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was Bravo. beautiful. Bravo. <laughs> I didn't add a... the, they're totally hip or whatever that <laughs> right. interstitial yeah. turtle oh, voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a banger. <laughs> I was expecting when you're like adult, I was like, are we, uh, we day drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Drinking Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin the Duke, and a half shell. <laughs> and alongside me is Sapphiel. And with me is Kawabunga Keith. And with me is uh, April Pale. I, I can't <laughs> think of anything else to say. <laughs> prayer pole. No, no. Pale, 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 pale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be all the female characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Today's episode is featuring beer from Three Floyds, and we are talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, specifically the movies and TV shows. We'll be talking turtles all month long. All right, so we have the Three Floyds, Zombie Ice. I think this one, uh, when it first came out, I was like super excited that a new beer was coming out from Three Floyds, Mm -hmm. and it was like up our alley for beers. We love zombie dust, so mm-hmm. it's about time we get to zombie ice. It's like a, they say it's an undead double pale ale, but it's more of like the hazy that we don't have from Three Floyds. Mm-hmm. So it was like pretty exciting. And so uh, I went out to like every liquor store and talked to every distributor. I was like, when are you guys getting this? <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it took a while, but you know, here we are. We finally have it. Now you can find them just about any like grocery store in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. No, Everybody's the, no, they're just everywhere. Yeah, as they should have been. Mm-hmm. As I told, I was told it was going to be. So it just took a while. Yeah. All right. So we have 
8.5% ABV, which is exciting, and mm-hmm. 55 IBUs, which is I can't drive. 55. <laughs> Good old Sammy Hagar. Um, all right. So the can says, or I don't know if it's, it's on the can. Something from Untapped, probably. Yeah. It's on the uh, can. Oh, wait. Yep. There we go. Yep. Crafted Both. with an unholy amount of citra hops, this undead double pale ale heralds the zombie evolution after the dust has settled from the apocalypse. Get it? Dust from zombie dust? Mm. Whoa. Nice. Mm. I like the callback. Thank you. The can is a can. Yeah. I like the zombie ice colors and font. Like the blue and that purple really pop on this black mm-hmm. background. Oh, yeah. but. The zombie head is kind of tough to see unless you yep. have it like at a good angle. The zombie head is a husky. husky. You, yeah, you, you're, you're dark all over and you have very oh, bright blue eyes. Yeah. Like oh, the, got it. I got, got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the puppy, the doggo. It's also like a black and white sketch, like the original turtle comics. Yep. Oh yeah. It's probably what Shredder oh. looked like <laughs> under his mask. <laughs> oh, it's dead Shredder. Dead Shredder. He did die in the first issue. Oh, sure they didn't think they were gonna. They just wrote it and didn't think it was gonna go anywhere. And then they killed the main villain, <laughs> and they had to bring him back later, just like in the first movie. What about the beer? What does that look like? Beer. Oh, thanks. Golden beer. Astute observation. <laughs> it is, yeah, definitely on the golden side. Very uh, orange. Yeah, definitely orangey. Got those gelatinous little floaties in there. Yeah, it does. All that hop. That sick hop. <laughs> so thick. Hmm. Super thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of super thick, I was thinking Goku's Geeky. Gee. There we go. That's Wouldn't that be like Mikey's mask? <laughs> That's true. Is that orange gold enough? I don't know. Depends on which iteration of turtles we'll get into here in a little bit. There's plenty of them to look, uh, search for through, you know? <laughs> yeah. We got Mikey's Mask as number seven on the additional color, so it's pretty close. Oh, then let's do that one. Yeah. I was like, it's it's not quite Clyde's Ghost, but yeah, Mikey's Mask. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm so bummed I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Great catch, Keith. Smell-wise, you're getting all the citrus with that typical oh, yeah. Three Floyds hop smell yep you just have nothing but the three floyds smells it's but like, it's definitely juice here yeah. yes that creamy west coast stench <laughs> i don't want to jump in and swim swim inside of it <laughs> the can has a very similar smell there's no leftovers um that you would expect in like a hoppier uh hazier type of beer uh mm-hmm. but it you can tell that the can has like leftover like hopness to it. It's a very spicy hop uh, aroma, but it doesn't do anything to change how I feel about this beer because it also feels like citrusy on the nose yes. still, just oh, yeah. in the can. For sure. Those citra hops are definitely coming through. Oh, we're drinking. Oh, hell yeah. It's that time. Mm. Party! <laughs> Thick. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. There's that uh, Three Floyds flavor. You can tell it's right there. Yeah, it tastes 
similar to the original, but it's definitely yeah. amped up in ways. For sure. Uh, it's definitely thicker, juicier, um, whatever they use reaction-wise to make hazies these days. I don't understand the science. That's all there. Uh, you could tell that this was built off of the zombie dust, but it's more fruit forward. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Not just fruit forward, just more fruity in Fruity general. flavor. Yeah, just full of fruit. With that unholy amount of citra hops. Yeah. To quote the can. It's delightful. Oh, very it much. It really so. is. It's a nice beer to just have around all the time. Mm-hmm. I think I said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I purchased it uh, a few months back, this is like this can came from like my third or fourth one I <laughs> because I just nice. kept drinking them. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's nice. And I was like, you know what, Allison, if I could buy one beer if the refrigerator for a while this is probably it and then i looked at the price tag and i said no no it's not it yeah. <laughs> it's like i mean when it first came out it was like almost twenty dollars for like a six pack for, for a six pack a uh, 12 ounce can six pack i think it's Yikes. gone down a little bit more not too bad but yeah yeah i know like if i go to for an eight and a half percent like right yeah. true right i've spent more on a four Fifty north fucking four pack, before. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but no, this, definitely this is enjoyable. I'm getting notes well, of grapefruit. But it's making me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. yes. <laughs> Can't imagine. And I think Three Floyds is like one of the only breweries to like give me that like fizzy feeling, like all the way down my throat, like from like my tongue down to my throat. I get like it's like fizzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they a, got a nice like a residual like carbonation. carbonation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A little hop tingle, too, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mixed with that carbonation. This is so wild. I have not checked this in. So I've had bad. at least 30 of these and have not checked it in. Say, <laughs> so I checked it in once on draft. Yeah. Speaking of checking it in, you know how I told you guys it was new? Well, there's 22,000 people <laughs> check this in. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, do I have an exact number? 22,411 ratings, overall ratings for a 4.04 average. I have 12 friends check this in for a 4.15 average. Uh, Joe King. Oh, Joe King got a new, uh, profile picture. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to check that out later. Uh, he gave it a 375. Didn't say anything. Doyle Doyle, uh, mural on a building in Marshall, Illinois, I guess he's describing a picture that he took instead of the beer. He gave this a four and a half. Keith, uh, James R. said, thanks, Chip. Probably Chip bought it for him. 4.75. Jack said, double barrel citra blasted the brains. <laughs> Super citrus and pine. Three bat floyds with a bat emoji. Uh, I definitely said it like I was trying to fly away. In uh, <laughs> what we do, what we do in the shadows, yeah. Bat, bat, <laughs> bat. Uh, great sequel to Zombie Dust soundtrack, Misfits, Night of the Living Dead, and then Zombie Emoji gave this a four. Susan gave it a four. She said, Live music, burgers, and brews. Bill Cruisinger gave it a 4.2. 
Doyle Doyle had it again, gave it a four and a half. Doyle Doyle had it again, gave it a four and a half. Doyle Doyle had it again. God. Four oh and my half. God. Just check it in once. Yeah, just do one <laughs> check in. That's most of my friends. Uh, Kane Moyer, 3.75. Dustin Wood said a little multi, some big ABV, fun drink, way too smooth. Fuck off. Uh, 4. Too 1. smooth? <laughs> what is this? Smooth. I wish it was a little, hurt my throat a little bit more. <laughs> Where's where's the gold flex in this gold slugger <laughs> to burn all the way down? Aaron B said solid eight point five, gave it a four. Chris Leland said I took this to share with everyone. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Four point two five. Doug Egger said still very good, and then that rounds up the list. Uh, Doug Egger said four point five. So those are all of our show favorites, all in mm-hmm. one beer. I love it, mm. except for I don't have friends. With one mutual of Keith's, but I doubt he checked it in because it's not a stout. He did not check it in. I was looking for him. He is not on the list. <laughs> I've kind of burnt on on reading right now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to read them all. That was like every check in. Yeah, I, 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 I got That's in the groove. Worthwhile. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I was just grooving it. If this were broken down by pages, I think I would have gotten to the second or third page by now. <laughs> and I don't see any for check. Sure. I don't like, I don't write. There's no writings like for any of these people. And so uh, scanning, see a lot of fours, 4.25s, uh, a few 375s. Got to bring them down off the pedestal a little bit, I guess. Um, some nice pictures. Let me just, I'm going to look at the pictures instead. There's no, nobody's writing anything. So I feel right at home. <laughs> Boring. I like the background. Why do you got to be in the picture, idiot? Boring. <laughs> Somebody took a picture of their meats. I, was like, That's oh. very <laughs> I did see that. That uh, is not safe for work. <laughs> grilling. They meats. have the meats. Yep. All right. This is a good picture. I like this one. Amy D from Amy's Craft Beer Lounge. It appears that they're either camping or it's just the uh, the shed in the background with the light on. Uh, it's dark, dusk setting. She has it poured out into like a nice glass uh, out on her deck, enjoying herself, drinking this beer. There's the picture for reference for you guys, just kind of describing it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Has a very good picture. Big fan. I enjoy pictures just because I don't take them doesn't mean I don't enjoy them. We're all trying to come up with our check-ins. That's why Dustin's doing all the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at this. I don't know why. Why? But kitties. (laughs) I don't get it. I'm checked in. All right. So um, I first tried this in the can when I picked up a six-pack. And then I forget when it is. It was what Dustin was reading a little bit and mentioned my original check-in. And um, that was when I went to Rack and Helens, I believe, and down in New Haven and had it on draft. And that was amazing on draft because mm-hmm. um, I know it was fresh since it was brand new. Tasted really good. In the can, just as good. Um, I don't think it's as carbonated, but the flavor is still there. In comparison to zombie dust, now I like zombie dust, but you know, go I don't like the IPA a whole mm-hmm. lot. Um, but I like the blend of the zombie dust, and as compared to this, I like the fruitiness of it a little bit more. 
and the fact that the higher ABV is there, which is great. Mm-hmm. So get drunk faster. Um, so it's a little bit better. And I looked at my zombie dust check-ins and I was kind of all over the board between a four and a half and a four. So I just settled on a 4.25 for this one. It's kind of middle of the road. I'll definitely drink it. I'll reach for it wherever I go. But mm-hmm. again, IPA, not my favorite, but the higher ABV and the citrus really saved this for me. Absolutely. I said that this one was a very fruity IPA. It's nice. Uh, it has like that same Three Floyds taste. Uh, and you can taste this on whatever beer they brew and their Robert the Bruce or if they're Gumball Head or Alpha King, whatever. It's the same flavor. So if you don't like that flavor, you're not going to like this beer all that much. A lot of it is masked with how fruity this is. It's like a punch in the mouth of how fruity it is. Um, I remember having this beer on draft on St. Patrick's Day. If that tells you anything. I went out somewhere <laughs> at an, an Irish restaurant. And got a and I got a zombie ice because it's fantastic. So I gave this one, I think I gave it a, a four. I must have slipped my finger. I gave it a four. Oops. That sucks, but I gave it a four. <laughs> Can't edit it. <laughs> I'll edit it, but <laughs> whatever. Right now as it stands, it's a four. <laughs> All right. So I also checked this in and I said a great evolution to the zombie dust. Drinks incredibly easy for an 8.5% IPA, goes down smooth, and has nice citrus flavor with a slightly bitter finish, and I gave it a 4.25. I already said it's something that I would like to have on hand at any time, just it's kind of a, it can go with anything at any time. Yeah. And universal. Share mm-hmm. it with friends when they're over or whatever. It's just a really solid beer. Before Pale Goes, I edited it to a 425 just because <laughs> I, I did it meant to go up there just in slide. I just wanted to get that out there before Pale got in there. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, I said, very crisp and hoppy. I'm getting heavy notes of grapefruit, which makes me very happy. A bit bubbly as well, going down the hatch. Um, this is my first check in with the beer, but I've had this about three times now as I uh, picked up a 12 pack. Twelve. Wow. Yeah. Was it a was it a twelve pack or was it a six? They come in six packs. I've only ever seen them in six. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it must have been a six pack. Yeah. Or you got two six packs. (gasps) That's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Means he has nine left. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was definitely a six pack. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I definitely enjoy this beer quite a bit. I was also excited when it came. It was announced. I feel like it's been a little bit since Three Floyds had a new uh, IPA, or just like a new beer in general. Just, yeah, new yeah, new beer in general. But uh, did I did I get my rating? No, I'm waiting for no, it. Uh, uh, Four point two five. <laughs> Hand holding the club. Just so everyone knows about the authenticity of this, I edited it before I even heard Pale's <laughs> rating, by the way. All right, nice. Let's talk about the Ninja Turtles, if you please. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink in Geek Out. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. 
If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content that is patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was created uh, by the comic book artists Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. It follows four anthropomorphic turtle brothers trained in ninjutsu who fight evil in New York City. Supporting characters include the Turtle Sensei, a rat named Splinter, their human friends April O'Neil and Casey Jones, and enemies such as Back- Baxter Stockman, Krang, and their arch enemy, the Evil Shredder. The franchise began as a comic book published in 1984, which Eastman and Laird conceived as a parody of elements of popular uh, that were popular in superhero comics at the time, especially Daredevil. The turtles are altered by the same radioactive material. Their sensei splinter is a play on Daredevil sensei stick, and the foot is a parody of the fist. Yeah. yeah. If you guys want to know, like a very good, like almost like a documentary about this, uh, the the toys that made us on yep. Netflix has a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy episode, and they go through the history mm-hmm. of how this became pop culture. And how it got accepted and, you know, all that stuff. So How it evolved it, from, like, an adult comic book to, like, yep. a kid's cartoon. Kid's cartoon, yeah. yep. So I would suggest go watch that immediately. Probably finish this episode first. <laughs> That'd be really cool. But go go and watch that one. It is really nice. If you have Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, sorry mm, about sorry. you. Ask your friend. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I watched it, like, last week. Mm-hmm. Jump into the films? Yes, please. So in 1990, we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just simply named. Four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles emerged from the shadows to protect New York City from a gang of criminal ninjas. So I'm assuming the year we're talking live action rubber suits. Yep. This is we will be creepy doing, turtles. Uh, drink along to this movie later this month. Nice. But yeah, I love that movie as a kid. It came out like perfect timing for our ages, pretty mm-hmm. much. All oh, the yeah. turtle stuff hit. Because yep. the original cartoon show had just wrapped up, or was wrapping up at the time. And there was a, uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action at the embassy around this time period, too, in Fort Wayne. Mm. I think it was like surrounding areas. I remember Coming out of our shelves thing. or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. So I watched, that, the, I watched that whole thing on YouTube. It's really bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> Some of the songs are fun, but it's r- so stupid. It's so Our, 90s. Yeah. They yeah, took everything yeah. and like, let's make it a musical. Like, <laughs> no, let's not. Yeah. I was like four or five when I went. I remember like the events leading up to it, but then I don't remember actually being in the embassy and or remember watching this. <laughs> <at> <laughs> not memorable. <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't hear Shredder singing, I hate music. He does a whole song about how he hates oh music. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very reminiscent of the King of England in the uh, Ham- uh, Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is this the Vanilla Ice movie? No. That will be the next one. Oh, I'll take the next one since I brought it up accidentally. Yeah. 1991, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. The Turtles and the Shredder battle once again, this time for the last canister of the ooze that created the Turtles, with which Shredder wants to unleash an army of new mutants. 
Assetti makes Toka and Rezar, the two idiot uh, bebop rock steady ripoffs that <laughs> just mm-hmm. call, keep calling him Mama or something Mom, the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> Mama. Hey. Uh, are they ripoffs though? Because they're in the video game. They're they lot- were created for the movie because they couldn't get Bebop and Rocksteady or something. So they made up these characters and then later they became part of the canon, but they weren't, they were just made up for the movie. Oh, mm. I see. I was so that's why like, they're rip-offs. I played, I, was say, I played the the Turtles Lost in Time and I was like, oh, you're fighting <laughs> yeah, both of it. these people. Like, where where's the the powdered donuts to give them? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> and in the third act, as Pale mentions, they like, Somehow end up at a Vanilla Ice concert, and he's singing "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go," <laughs> and it's like a full music video. Mm-hmm. And this is the one I remember the most. Me too. The the prop of the little ooze that came out. Yes, I, the, I had some special toy from this. I forget what it was, but I had this little canister of ooze that I would carry around. <laughs> it was really cool. But this one was a little bit more kid friendly than the first. The first one's a little mm-hmm. darker. I mean, there's still kid humor, but it's a little darker and more violent and in the second one it's kind of they take away their weapons and it's kind of just a little sillier yeah i think they pull it all together a little bit better in the third one which is came out in 1993 uh no special name to it even though they could have done something like back turtles in, in time, time. <laughs> turtles in time yeah. or uh back in japan i don't know uh, when their closest friend, April O'Neil, discovers an ancient scepter with magical powers, the turtles must cowabunga their way back to the 17th century <laughs> Japan to rescue her from the evil clutches of Lord Noringa. Noringa? Norinaga. 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 Be my guess. Uh, whatever. That's fine. I think this one was my favorite one. Um, oh. Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't really have like anything that's like definitive to say as to why this one was my favorite one. Uh, but I did have all the action figures that had the, the scepter mm. as like an accessory that it came with. Uh, then, yeah, you have <laughs> those also uh, in like the, the, the uh, I don't know what they call the samurai, samurai outfits. <laughs> yeah, the samurai. I liked this movie, but it was probably my least favorite because there's like a middle 30 minutes where there's not much happening. It's just like them hanging around with like that little kid and like doing like training or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like boring middle section that I couldn't get through as a kid. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I don't know. I, f- I felt like this had substance. To yeah. It. It's probably a better story and like there's more like heart in it maybe yeah. than the second yeah. one. It was uh, interesting. I was watching a little something, trying to learn up on the history of the turtle movies. That there's three different rubber suits. They changed their look in each of the three movies. Yeah, they were not the same. Some say I think they said the second one had it the best, and then the third one they just completely changed them. <laughs> and they were it, it looked it didn't look as good as the first two. Apparently, like yeah. you said, Saf, they went from kind of a darker theme to more kid friendly as it went along, and more goofy eyeballs mm-hmm. and be like, hey. You know, I think they try to make the things. suits like lighter and more breathable because like the stunt people were passing out in those rubber suits out in the sun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got TMNT from 2007. When the world is threatened by an ancient evil, the four adolescent turtles must reunite and overcome their faults in order to stand against it. 
this is the CGI first, like all CGI movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's when Paramount now owned it or Viacom or whatever the yeah. conglomerate is. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon yeah. owns it at that time. So it's a little different, but it kind of has like callbacks to the, if you look in the background, you can see like the scepter from Turtles and or Turtles 3 and like some other things like in their lair, but there's like no specific like this is the same universe or same turtles. Right. Turtleverse. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely came out, what, 14 years uh, after the the last of the movies? So yeah. I was in college when this came out. I remember watching mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy, like, the resolution, you know, the them fighting in that big corporate building. Uh, but it just, maybe because it was not live action, it just didn't have, like, the same, like, Pull that the other yeah. two had for me, and we kind of grew out of aged out of it at this point. Yeah, it, it yeah. was still kind of aiming towards like the our childhood or whatever, and so it's like the kids of that era could watch it and be enjoy it, but we're kind of too old for it. We just get like the nostalgia yeah. vibes from it. Too cool, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's what they say about like the whole the Star Trek uh, TV shows on Nickelodeon or like the Star Wars like animated series. Like mm, those yeah. are geared to kids, like. You're a 35 year old man complaining that it's not like, geared to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. So I get it. Don't bitch about uh, yeah, uh, a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to bring in the new audience, and then they'll go back and watch the old stuff, and they'll you can watch it with your kids, and that's really what it's about. Right. All right. So seven years later, it looks like we had another reboot here in 2014. Mm-hmm. For the, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Megan Fox universe. Yeah, the oh, Fox. Yes. This is the, the new Fox, live action. Yeah, the the Foxiverse. <laughs> so when a, King Ping, <laughs> <laughs> when a kingpin threatens New York City, a group of mutated turtle warriors, not from space, must emerge from the shadows to protect their home. <laughs> Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, Bay? Michael Bay was trying to make them aliens like, and screw your nostalgia <laughs> i'm gonna it's do like, what the fuck i want uh-huh. like, okay michael bay and you're done <laughs> <laughs> uh i just the movie's okay it's kind of got like the transformers aesthetic it's kind of trying to bite off that style and the turtles are just so ugly oh, and they're yes. too big they're Terrible, too muscular really. their hideous. faces are hideous <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like make them cute and small like they originally were and it be a better movie <laughs> the turtles have always been a kid's in my opinion like a kid's program so why yeah, would you try to sure. why would you try to make it more for adults i, just, I guess because adults were be- mad at the last one because it wasn't adult enough <laughs> oh yeah the animated one. <laughs> so they're like okay we'll make one for you now <laughs> i'm perfectly fine with having an adult friendly teenage mutant ninja turtle but like come on Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Not this Come version. On. Yeah. Also, who was Will Arnett in this? It wasn't anybody that I recognized from the comics. He was just a comic relief character that was along with Megan Fox. He wasn't even like Casey Jones or anything. No, because that was, he's Stephen that was in the next one. Yeah, Stephen Amell. That's the next one. Arrow was. <laughs> so in on IMDb, his name is Vernon Fenwick. Was he like the cameraman? I guess. Like, who the fuck? Is it? Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Like, who are you? <laughs> Why do you have so much screen time? You have more screen time than the turtles. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it is Will Arnett. Yeah, he was funny. He's like the only. He's the best part because he's constantly being Will Arnett. 
2016 movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. The turtles get into another battle with their enemy, the Shredder, who has acquired new allies, the mutant thugs, Bebop and Rocksteady, and the alien being Krang. This what do we do in the shadows? One, I, I mean, I didn't like the previous one, so I wasn't excited, but I was thrilled that they're finally using Bebop in Rocksteady in a mm-hmm. live action movie. And then Krang, I also loved him, his big robot body and his little brain stomach. <laughs> yes. Like I'm sitting right there. There he is. As, uh, Krang, as Krang would be like, I'm invincible. Yeah. <laughs> but again, the CGI isn't really good. It doesn't really fit. It's obviously their CGI turtles, their CGI Krang. It, it, it doesn't hold up. 10 years later it didn't look great at the time but yeah there's... it was the actors with the little bubbles on them and yeah all cgi'd so this is weird i think uh, oh i can't remember if it was this one or the first one where they're like s- snowboarding down a mountain but it's in new york city so what mountain is in that area that they could be snowboarding down? they like snowboard down to downtown new york city <laughs> what i'm like what where are they where is this happening <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was the first one, and I just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen. Uh, yeah, you kind of got to ignore it. It's a movie, and most of the yeah. world- We're talking like, turtles, so it's like, yeah, we'll just go with China it. is the people that are going to pay to see this movie, apparently, and they don't know where the mountains are in America. <laughs> so <laughs> it works, but it, like, I'm watching, I'm like, what the hell is- How are they in snow, and now they're downtown New York, and it's warm? <laughs> Jeez. Hmm. It could be anything. Uh, I think I did lose interest in the the series after the first one. I didn't watch the second one. I probably will go and watch it sometime. I just haven't yet. I got like really into Arrow in like 2016, so it's very surprising that I didn't because I was like really like he's pretty decent Steven in it. Miller. I don't yeah. think he has a lot of time screen time in the movie, but he's doing his Arrow thing. Oh, there you go. I like it already. Uh, 2019 released another one, which I'm very interested in hearing and seeing, but I haven't yet. It's called Batman v Superman. I mean, sorry, Batman <laughs> v Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Batman, Batgirl, and Robin forge an alliance with the TMNT to fight against the turtle's sworn enemy, the Shredder, who has teamed up with Ra's al Ghul in the League of Assassins. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It's what? Great. A story. It's good. I have it on Blu-ray DVD. That sounds it. like an amazing book story. Oh, you In got the book for Blu-ray. There's <laughs> Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Me. It's like the way they team up, and it's like, oh, these are the counterparts, Shredder and Rashad Ghoul, and then you got like the turtles hanging out with Batman and Robin, and they fight obviously at the beginning, and then they all come together and team up and yeah. take on the bad guy. Watching Batman go hand-to-hand combat with Shredder at the beginning, I'm like, get him, get him. (laughs) It's pretty fun. Uh, Finally, for the movies, we have in theaters right now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. The Turtle Brothers, as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. So we call these the Seth Rogen turtles? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was too much of a laugh. 
<laughs> I assume he's a voice in the movie. I don't know who oh, he yeah. is. I but think he... he's uh, Bebop or he's Rocksteady. He's oh, one that of the would two. make sense. Yeah, he's... it's him and John Cena are Bebop and Rocksteady. I'm pretty he's sure. He's got to be the pig one because he did uh, Pumbaa. <laughs> I, don't know, I can't uh, remember which one's which. Wasn't it like a wrestler who did like one of those Bebop Rocksteady's last film? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm, uh, this one looks good. The art style I love. It's kind of got like that Spider Verse kind of art style, like hand drawn, but it's CGI. Mm-hmm. Mm. It looks beautiful, and like the humor is like Seth Rogen, so <laughs> yeah, it, it hits for me. We got Jackie Chan as Splinter, and, and that yes, that, <laughs> that's perfect John, casting right there. John Cena's Rocksteady, Seth Rogen is Bebop. Thought so. Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. Yes, I oh, oh he's I that one that. guy, yeah, the gecko. yeah, yeah, ah, yes. He's got like my, the bright colored shirts on, I think. Doesn't he have like Hawaiian shirt on or something? Usually, mm-hmm. sure. My Rudolph in, is in yeah. this, Ice Cube is in this, and then it's uh, like kids actually do it, like yeah. teenagers doing the voices of the turtles. So I don't mm-hmm. know any of their names or who they are, but I like that. Yeah, I'm looking at like Nicholas Cantu, Brady Noon, Micah Abbey, uh, Shaman Brown Jr. No idea. Just kids, but, but they post turned Malone's in it. What? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, oh, and April's black now, so there's that controversy. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm not watching this. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> you can't change races of a fake person. Jeez. Next, you're gonna tell me that you're gonna have turtles and this black girl kissing. <laughs> Next, you're gonna make the Ghostbusters women. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna tell me the turtles was girls the whole time? <laughs> yep. I think the biggest win in this movie is a black girl became a reporter. <laughs> I don't in know. New she York is, City. I, maybe she hasn't. I don't know. Maybe it's her origin story because I oh. think she might be younger and maybe she just not works. Yeah, because sometimes she looks young in the trailer. Right. Some some of these iterations they had April. They started to push her more the same age as the yeah. turtles. And not have, you know, have an the milk forty-year-old woman. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see that. It looks uh, great. Yeah, I've heard uh, it's no more sarcasm. Or, you know, yeah, no more sarcasm. We don't care about the race change, and obviously yeah. that's fucking bringing on. Who cares? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there. I guess the reviews have been great, and they're already working on a sequel and a Paramount Plus series based oh, in this sweet. universe. So hopefully, oh. it's actually good. Yeah, and hopefully the. The, the young people, the young gentlemen who get the turtles get to be in the TV series. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Kind of catapult their careers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it'll do well at the box office because I think I have it ranked somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He's trying to win again. I don't know how I do. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I'm I'm done. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I just fu- like, yeah, heard of that. Haven't heard of that. And I'm just putting numbers in. I don't care. <laughs> My heart does too much of the, <laughs> the picking. <laughs> it screws me up every time. All right, let's right. talk about TV. Are we back to me? Sure, we can. I'll do it. I can't remember. So, the original television series, which started this all and is the nostalgia kick because it ran from 1987 to 1996. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which turned the comics into this cartoon iteration for children. 
So debuting in 1985 is a five-part miniseries and becoming a regular Saturday morning syndicated series on October 1st, 1988. The first animated series follows the adventures of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and their allies as they battle the Shredder, Krang, and numerous other villains and criminals in New York City. The property was changed considerably from the darker tone comics to make it more suitable for children and families. And to me, this is the Turtles. Yeah, this forever will be really set the tone that they've carried forward to today, like with their attitudes, their it created their unique colors. It gave the them colors. unique weapons. Yep. Like all, yep. like everything we know about the turtles, pretty much came from this cartoon. Yeah, all the games that were made in this time frame were modeled after them. Yep, turtle power. The the, the poster that Saf has in his background is the poster oh, yeah. from this, or I guess it's a blanket. Was it is a blanket, blanket just <laughs> <laughs> attached poster. to the wall, just on the wall. That makes it a poster. I don't know. Yep. Posting like, up the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> argue schematics. But no, this is, yeah, this is the Turtles that I grew up watching. And I don't know if I, like, I, I can't say that I did or didn't, but I remember them. And then I always played the arcade game whenever I went yes. to, like, Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. or whatever. I had to know of them somehow. <laughs> it's it's so. kind of been part of our life since we were born, like... It's always been there. Mm-hmm. I haven't lived a day of my life without turtles. <laughs> yep. Because this was out before I was born. Same year, but it was out before I was born. <laughs> I was thinking it would have, I think Nickelodeon, I don't know if they're allowed, if they have the rights, but they should just take that cartoon and redo the animation and just replay it for kids don't change any of the dialogue or anything. Just up the animation because it looks kind of like shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, like compared to what's on Nickelodeon now. Do the stories hold up though? I need to go back and rewatch because yeah. I don't want to be like, we got to go get the VHS tape. Well, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's a little dated. It, yeah, elements will be dated, but at least I think kids get turned off by how ugly it looks because it's just that's like true. grainy it's not it's in like the small aspect ratio for like tube tvs yeah. like if they redid it and like made it high def that's i think true. it would still most of the episodes would work i mean disney plus released the original x-men mm-hmm. so they remastered that and made sure that it was high def and available on the television yeah. screens for 1080 do that for this Right. Even like the if Simpsons, just, people still watch like the original episodes of The yep. Simpsons. It aired at the, it started at the same year in 1987. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're right. So, yeah, do that. Put that out there for yeah. us. Even if it appeases just us. Us. <laughs> like, and, and or our children people, or whatever. Or people like us. Yeah. yeah. Like, we could show it to our kids and not, they won't be like, oh, this is, hurts my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be. These are the turtles you should love. And you show them this. Pizza time. <laughs> mm, pizza. I'm pretty sure that's why I love pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that cartoon now introduced their love of pizza. That wasn't from the comics <gasps> either. Did you guys have, I know I'm jumping off script here because I know the toys are coming soon, but you guys have the pizza launcher? Yeah. That toy? You no. remember that with the little pizza discs? Oh, Dustin, yeah. you had it? I had it, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. That was my favorite thing. 
Because I always write on there, it says, do not shoot at people or pets. Yeah. <laughs> so I shot my siblings. <laughs> of course. And I think we had a dog at the time, and uh, I think my mom took it away from me. So <laughs> yeah. that dog didn't last much more than a year. Logan has the new one from the the new movie coming out. Oh, nice. It's, it's got It's the van. It's a little bit updated uh, with a pizza on top. And then you, mm-hmm. pr- you press the pizza down, and the door flies open, and then like uh, the... Sh- the shooter thing comes out from the uh, van. From the side. From the side, yeah. See, I've got the old van. Cool. Uh, it's broken, but it used to, there was like a seat on the inside that if you hit a button, it would swip, swip, or swoop out. Swoop. <laughs> and like one of the turtles would be sitting in that chair and they would have like a little oh, yes. gun mm-hmm. thing in their hand. It didn't actually shoot anything, but it was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's that part is missing. I don't know where it went. Reminds me of the little extra seat that pops out of the... Uh, the whatever machine they called it in Ghostbusters, the oh, Ecto, oh yeah, Ecto, Ecto, Ecto one, one. Ecto one. Yeah, shoots out the side. Yeah, uh, this is where everything starts to take a negative downturn. <laughs> in 1997, they release another Ninja Turtles TV show called The Next Mutation. Oof. In the 1997, the 1998 didn't have a very long runtime. I can't imagine why. <laughs> Their picture <laughs> says it all. Uh-huh. <laughs> A live action series, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, aired on Fox. It introduced a female turtle, which I, I remember was her. happy about. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. You had that, Venus that, de Milo. Uh, created a rift between the creators, I heard, in the yes, toys that yes. made us. like Because mm. they were like, no, these are the four. I think Peter Laird was like, no, we got the four. And then Kevin Eastman was like, well, let's make a girl one. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It's kind of a... yeah. Uh, Big argument that they never got past. I don't remember which one got cut out of all the money, but it happened. Yeah, because of yeah. that. Uh, Vilo de or yeah, Venus de Milo, skilled in the mystical arts of the shinobi, 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 shinobi. The next mutation turtles made a guest appearance mm-hmm. on Power Rangers in space. I love this episode. <laughs> we should watch this. Is what we should. I've watch never for seen watching. it. I've never seen it. Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, we got to do that. We got to find <laughs> it. Yeah. The next mutation was canceled after one season of twenty six episodes. I'm surprised they made it through twenty six episodes. I think there was a recent comic book crossover between the Power Rangers and the Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still probably they're still doing that. Yeah, I this like, picture is haunting though. Yeah. What you have up here, I'm assuming these yeah. are the turtles. <laughs> they look like they're worried. They just have a worried look like <laughs> they got cheaper suits than the movies, but they're still trying to have that. And they got like, different masks on. Like each one has a different style of mask. And it, was that like a do-rag with eyes? For yeah, a with eyes. Though? Yeah. And then Michelangelo is like a, a mask, but it also goes like around his chin and his lips just poke through it's really yeah. gross <laughs> i think donatello does it too it's I yeah like it. i don't like it and the, but that's probably and the, why it didn't work <laughs> Raphael, at least in the screenshot looks like he has another hat on top of unless <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like his like his skull cap of his costume just like shriveled up they all look constipated <laughs> i know yes. it's an awful look <laughs> and then they've got zilla yeah, I'm not sure what that yeah, is. Yeah, who is that? Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla. I think redesigned Shredder. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Shredder's a dragon now. 
<laughs> but I just I included that each one has a picture for reference, so we know like oh that's yeah. that animated series or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Uh, from 2003 to 2009, we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Such a clever name. <laughs> In 2003, a new TMNT series produced by 4Kids Entertainment began airing on the Fox Box programming block. It later moved to the CW4Kids block. The series was co-produced by Mirage Studios, and Mirage owned one-third of the rights to the series. Mirage's significant stake in creative control resulted in a cartoon that hues more closely to the original comics creating a darker and mature tone than the 1987 cartoon, though still considered appropriate for younger viewers. This series lasted until 2009, ending with a feature-length television movie titled Turtles Forever, which was produced in conjunction with the 25th anniversary of the franchise. I've never seen it. Uh, I have a couple episodes and I liked it. Yeah, I it saw a good. couple and I watched Turtles Forever, which was really good. That was really good. I watched that one too. <laughs> so Turtles Forever, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet their match. Literally, the modern gritty Ninja Turtles meet up with their classic cartoon counterparts from the 80s and 90s to stop two shredders and their plans of multi-dimensional scale. So it's one of those multiverse things. Turtleverse. Uh, kind of before turtles. it was popular. <laughs> yeah. But it's great because you get pretty much every iteration of Turtles in there with the black and white ones from the comics, the, the cartoon from when we were kids, this cartoon. And then there's like interst- like they show like clips from the live action movie, like mm-hmm. they cut to like different posters and stuff from the movies and stuff and they just throw everything in there to celebrate the 25th anniversary. So that's really awesome. It was oh. funny too. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it because they because the nineties guys, yeah, <laughs> from the nineties, be like, "Whoa, dudes! Like, <laughs> wait, you like, talk like that?" <laughs> yeah, the new turtles are kind of serious, yeah. and then the older turtles from the comics are even more serious. They don't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I liked yeah, it. I, I think I saw Funkos, and this is brilliant by Funko, by the way. They have their normal turtles as their Funko mm-hmm. pops, but then when this came out. I get. I guess it's 2009, so Funko was already doing his thing. Yeah, that one of those. <laughs> they actually released a black and white turtle, even though there's no difference between them. <laughs> with different names? They released four, four of them. <laughs> with different they all names. look the same. Yeah. And so then you're like, I gotta have, I gotta fucking have all of them oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta have them all. Maybe they have a different weapon. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only yeah. way you can tell them apart is look at their backs. Yeah, what is it? I don't know. It's Raphael, I think. Mm-hmm. How can you tell? Uh, got size on his hand. <laughs> no idea. See, I like right. the artwork a lot. It looks like a more anime. Yeah, it does have like more it. anime style. Stop, yeah. And they started to differentiate the turtles a little bit. They're like slightly different colors and different sizes. Just in, So they're not all identical with different color masks. And that kind of continues... Mm-hmm. That trend continues throughout the next few cartoons. So from 2012 to 2017, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That name hasn't been used two or three times already. I know, right? <laughs> Nickelodeon acquired the global rights to TMNT from the Mirage Group and 4Kids Entertainment Inc. and announced a new CGI animated television series. 
the 2012 version uh, is characterized by anime-like iconography and emphasizes it on mutagen continuing to wreak havoc on the everyday lives of the turtles and their enemies. In addition, the tone of this version is similar to the original series, but also features a handful of serious episodes as well. The series ran for five seasons and ended in 2017. I think this is the one that my... I'm not... I don't think I know. This is one that my nephews grew up on. Yep. Uh, and they, they, they love it. Like this is, you know, this is what the turtles turn into. And whenever I see anything related to turtles, this is what I see now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't hate it. I'm still impartial to the, you know, the, uh, the yeah, turtles. the OG. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I've never seen this one. I don't really love the animation style. They're like two boxy in some as parts of their body but they're circular <laughs> like they're, they're just weird looking like their feet right. are huge yeah for some yeah. reason they turned so, them into like three toes and i think people got super pissed about the feet in this like hardcore 1980s fans but mm-hmm. it's kind of like the, the voice acting the clone it. wars style of animation yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything's a little boxy it's just a different style I know these turtles seem a little bit younger as well. I know Logan's yeah. watched a couple episodes from the series. Yeah. More teenage yeah. focus on that. Yeah. More like 13, 14 years old. It's <laughs> the name. Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the name. It's one of the things I'd never really liked having like a an adult Leonardo leader, you know? It always <laughs> seemed like yeah. you have a 40-year-old leader for teenagers. Shredder was always not Shredder. Uh, Splinter was always like a hundred something. Yeah, <laughs> decrepit rat. <laughs> if people are subjected to turtles, I guess this is okay. You know, for the newer generation, like this isn't repulsive on the eyes. Yeah, it's not that bad. The next one, however, is bad. <laughs> oh yeah, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it's a little bit of a difference, you know, rise of. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, uh, this one I absolutely, by the picture, just absolutely hate. Just looking at it now. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the second Nickelodeon-produced animated series in the franchise and premiered in September 2018. It returned to using 3D animation while also using some anime iconography was also characterized by its lighter humor. The series aired between 2018 and 2020 and was followed by a feature film release on Netflix in 2022. So judging by this, it kind of looks like the old Cartoon Network design. It does. We're going to make, you know, these cool hip cartoons. It looks stupid. Especially, like, they're all different sizes. kind of reminds me of, like... The uh, the Bad Batch, you know, you have like yeah. one really big fucking dude and one like nerdy dude and like one leader guy. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I feel like there's supposed to be different types of turtles, like a snapping turtle and like a whatever mm-hmm. garden turtle. or whatever. <laughs> Garden turtle. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this one, yeah, the animation's not great, but I like it. Ben Schwartz is the doing Leonardo in this one. And like, mm-hmm. there's like actually good voice people that I recognize. So it's pretty funny. It, like, uh, I like the sense of humor, but yeah, I don't really 
like this animation style the, though. The story with it, like I said, I was watching a little something on a, a quick history of the turtles. And in this one, it's the rise of because this is before they formed. It's like when they first started. Yeah. And Raphael is the older one, hence his gigantic Hulk looking <laughs> size. So he's the leader. And then oh, at yeah. the end of the series, he hands it over to Leo and be like, you're our leader now. Like, and then that's okay. like the point and of the movie. And then it picks up. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense why it ended after a couple of seasons. Cause like, yeah, we, re they rose. We can't, they can't be rising forever. <laughs> and I think another reason Nickelodeon started doing a new series, like every few years, changing up the animation style, they want to sell new action figures. So yeah, they got to exactly. change the art style and the characteristics of them. And like, mm -hmm. and it's easier to bring in a new audience. Like after a couple of years, it's like, Oh, I've, I'm not going back to catch up. Oh, it's, Oh, it's just starting now on this new series. I'll just watch that one. <laughs> yeah. So every two years, like there's a new series to watch. It's kind of smart. Kind, kind of. <laughs> and we're going to start it all over again with this with new movie this, coming out. So, yeah. and as you said, a television spinoff. Hopefully. If Not the sure movie's paramount. Yeah. If the movie's good, I'm definitely going to check out the TV series and watch the TV series. Yeah. Same. Probably should go back and are these available to stream anywhere? I wonder. Some of these older ones? I don't know. Some of them might be on Paramount Plus. I figured, yeah, Paramount the Nickelodeon have them if they have the entire rights to everything. Yeah, there, I don't so. know how if they keep the rights to, or if, if they get the rights to the old cartoons and movies too, or they get just what they right. had, what they created in forward. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how that contract yeah, I, is. I kind of want to go back to the 2003, 2009, the Four Kids Entertainment one. Where they yeah. look a little gritty, like with the turtle verse. It's a little more adult. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be good. Because that's the, I remember this animation. They just reflect the animation of every single cartoon from this decade. Yep. Because it's like Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, there's like Ben 10. I think there's been 14 iterations of that just as much as this turtle one. So that's the 2003 series on Paramount Plus. Nice. Oh, it is on Paramount. Nice. Yeah. So. I'll have to go check that out. Seven seasons. That looks like a Jeez. good one. That'd be a good I one heard the watch. first five were the good ones, and then the last two were just kind of wishy-washy until mm -hmm. they got to the end. All right. We got a lot more turtles to talk about, but that'll have to wait until the next episode. So stick tuned or stay tuned all month long as we talk turtles on the Drink and Geek Out podcast. And maybe Drink and Geek OSD. We'll see. We'll do. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, so until next time, drink, drink up, up and, and cowabunga, cowabunga dudes. I didn't read the note. Oh, I'm so <laughs> violent. You said geek out. I did. Oh, jeez. I'm a loser. <laughs>